the Frames Per Second Podcast. You were formed by the heat of the galaxy. What a thing to be both unique and familiar. To be one and the same. And still, unlike any other. What's going on? It's your boy, Nikki Duce, a.k.a. Mr. No Disrespect. And you're now tuned into the Franks for Second Podcast. In this episode, we are reviewing the Disney Plus hit, latest hit from Disney Plus. Um, and also just another, I guess, what is called instant classic from Beyonce. Their, their collaboration, Black is King, which is available only on Disney Plus. Uh, and joining us on this review is the queen of Is the Mic Still On, Sophie, how you doing? Oh my God, do not call me that. <laughs> <laughs> do not call me that. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to be nice to the guests. <laughs> I always like to make the guests feel welcome and special. You know, regular regular is fine for me. Um, hey guys, what's up? <laughs> well, well I'm, Nick, I'm glad Nick you're here. Dug himself in it, didn't he? Don't even know it. I know, Nick, out, bruh. Ooh, what's your name? Nope. Not with you. Oh. No, it's fine. He ain't, he I, just, no, uh-uh. I, I, I see your eyes. Hey, I see your eyes, see? see? I was going, I was, you I was two going queens, to be like Nick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, I was talking about, I was talking about is the mic still on, Mike? The I, queen I, I, of this show, the queen of this show is Nay. Obviously, that's no question. <laughs> Mike, you always trying to, you always trying to start <laughs> something, man. Mike, sorry <laughs> shit. Hey, Nick, no, how I you wasn't. doing? I saw your face. <laughs> That's not what that was. I was adjusting, Mike. I, I can't adjust. <laughs> Nonetheless, <let's, laughs> I'm, I'm glad to have both y'all here to speak on this because I remember uh, the last time I believe um, Sophie were on was for uh, the Beyonce Homecoming review, right? Or is it oh, something else before that? Theme. I love it. Okay. <laughs> so that's why I'm glad we we glad to have you back on for this one. And that's why my first question. For, uh, well, is directed towards you, but it's also for everyone else. Like, what did y'all think overall of this? I don't know what to call it, just a visual album or a short film. What did y'all think of the, uh, what we got from Beyonce? <laughs> I'm laughing at the way Mike is looking at me. <laughs> um, I thought it was pretty. That was my first reaction when someone had asked me what I thought about the film. I thought it was pretty. Um, I also thought that there seemed to be a lot of talent that she used that was directly from Africa. Um, and you know, she, you could tell that she did her research. A lot of things I don't necessarily understand. Like, I think a lot of things in Beyonce's most recent works, you do kind of have to look up or have some type of like background on it or else it's just going to be surface level and kind of go over your head. And I don't say that in like a, it's going to go over your head, like that type of thing. But it's like legit, you don't know a lot of the references that she's using. Um, I did see like in a thread and stuff too, that um, she used like the original song. Um, mm, God, yes. I forgot. From I forgot. Solomon Linda from um, The Lion Sleeps Tonight. Yeah, yes. because I guess there was some type of hmm. um, 
ongoing uh, thing with that where I guess the Lion King kind of like stole it or something. Yeah, so I actually just watched that documentary. Okay, so great. I was like, it was so dope to actually hear it. So Solomon Lindo is a South African sing- um, singer back in like the 30s. Oh, wow. And he created the, so- the sound, the sound that became very, very popular in South Africa. And basically Europeans and white people came over, Americans actually, and I think British came over, heard it, and created the song The Lion Sleeps Tonight okay. and made a boatload of money. Oh, and wow. then when The Lion King came out, the song became repopularized oh, and yeah. made a made boatload a, of a more money, money mm. than him nor his family have ever seen a dime of it. Oh, wow. Damn. Oh, so, so they get to eat from this? I hope so. Oh, I hope that so. Because be that, yeah, that was really the long, scene but... when Jay Z was coming in. And it was that before you hear move the, forever. This, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. he was in the car. Mm-hmm. That shit was tight. so. That was the original. Um, the original song. So yeah, I hope they do. Mm-hmm. I hope they do. It'd be interesting to see if they do. Yeah, I hope they get some sort of royalties from it. Yeah, I think they will. But yeah, that was my thought. I just thought it was really pretty. I know that I, mean, I haven't watched it for a second time. I only just saw it once, um, and it was like right after I woke up. I just didn't want to like run into any spoilers or anything. But um. Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty. I think that, you know, I would have to probably watch it again to have a deeper, quote unquote, appreciation for it because the music has been out for over a year now. So like, of course, the music didn't impress me. You know, like I, I've heard it before. I didn't know um, that. I didn't either. I thought this was new. No. No, this is, this is a repackaged album. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. The gift mm-hmm. has been out since The Lion, Lion King, King came, out. came out. Oh. But a lot of people didn't know. So I guess my question is like, I'm just confused on why Beyonce took so long to release this. Typically she like does package deals like within the same month or week or whatever. So to wait a year is a little odd to me. I don't know if it was due to certain things that were delayed or whatever, but it was just a little she, weird. She had to go all the way to Africa to record all this shit. I mean, yeah, but... Mix it down, edit it. But it took <laughs> two years um, being reported that she was going to be on The Lion King to actually having the film come out. You know out. how far Africa is? Wi-Fi from here to there? Probably take a minute. <laughs> Shut up. Chill out, Mike. All right, you know what I'm saying? Mike, the, the Wi-Fi out there ain't that bad. It's no, 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 no. Bad. I wasn't what making an African bad. joke. Mm-hmm. No, Nick. Yeah, okay. Don't do that. I'm here to check you. I'm, I'm here to represent my people and I'm here to check you. All right. No, that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. I, I made you a promise, Nick, and I'm gonna stay, I'm gonna stick to it. All right, we'll see. <laughs> uh May, what were your thoughts? Um, much like Sophie, I thought it was it was beautiful. I, it was really pretty to look at the visuals. I think she packed a lot. It was a lot the visuals to watch. in this album between the fashion, the choreography, the locations, and then all those references between, you know, the tribal, the, um, the different tribes, the deities, the freaking rituals and ceremony. It was so much visually packed into this album. I just really wish she would have paid as much attention to the story. Like, mm. I didn't feel like the story wow. of the film matched it's almost like it was an afterthought and that was much of the problem that i had with the get the actual album when it came out mm-hmm. I, I got the the way they were trying to parallel the story of the lion yeah. king mm-hmm. to a young man and i got that it just didn't quite hit to me and i felt the same way with this with the with actually watching it i felt like i wish the messaging was a little bit more Hmm. together to help bring the the, the, story to life. the story to life and to help kind of express because I think the fact that she's showing all of this rich culture 
that we come from and the fact that there is a lot of stuff that you may not understand and we know how the beehive is going to be they're going to figure it out so you've got a whole group of people who may research and find out all this rich culture that comes from africa so i think that's dope i just feel like because the message was maybe not as obvious people are going to say okay that looked pretty but what's it about yeah that's my issue with it i think if i had you know to pick mm-hmm. one takeaway how many, t- how many times did you watch it man <laughs> so it's a little ridiculous i think i watched it like five or six times it's just really? playing. I, it's the, the six no, no, I'm not, I'm that's roger said the same thing and he ain't watched it one time all the way through <laughs> but too. it just becomes like yeah. especially after the second time i watched it it just becomes music on the in the background yeah so i'll play it while i'm working and stuff and while it is so it just becomes like music gotcha because the story ain't there hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what were your thoughts on it okay what'd you say mike what were your thoughts on the uh the project Oh, I, my initial thoughts were they got me again. I don't know. I don't know why I don't No, It's this on me. It's a hundred percent on me. I need to learn how to read. So just like Hamilton, I didn't know what the fuck this was. I thought it was a movie. Oh my so God. I, I sat my stupid ass down. That, I'm clicking play and I'm like, all right, cool. Beyonce's in the movie. Bruh. And then they, I, start they sang for fucking an hour and a half. Yeah. And until now, I didn't know there was a story. I saw the little African boy, but I thought he was just a prop. He was supposed to, he was supposed to be a story. No, I did not know there was a story. Because so, that was my issue. I was like, I thought this was a movie. And then it's just an hour and a half long music video. Did you hear any of the Lion King references? Yeah, I did, but I just thought because I mean the chick came out the hut and she was doing a little thing dance, and then it had the little Lion King thing in the back, and I was just like, I thought it was just thrown in there because it didn't seem to me to connect to anything. The little boy showed up every now and again, so he's supposed to be the Lion King. So essentially, the little boy is Simba, and then he grows into the man that the one who's um, in the second half of the of the film. So essentially, it is the story of, of Lion King if you really watch it. It's like they have a scar, they have the Mufasa dying on the motorcycle accident. And the Rafiki which I didn't catch was actually like a oh. black woman. Yeah, the Rafiki was actually the black woman right. who did just I don't think passed. Did she? Yeah, she passed like oh, I think like a week. Which or two. one? Oh, that's sad. Um, I can find it for you. Give me yeah. But go ahead. So was the little baby okay? So that was supposed to be Simba. I thought it was Moses. The, in in the, the, basket. the baby in the water. So, yeah, I don't know what this, what the, what she used. Sir, is the baby. I don't know what the relationship between because it's like almost like Beyonce is supposed to be some sort of like deity or some sort of ancestor and I don't know that's what I'm saying the story just didn't make very much is she, sense is she supposed to because oh. he wasn't the mother she wasn't she's supposed, supposed to be god isn't she huh she's supposed to be like because there's a lot of references like if god is if, if god is black or something like that then we should be of that as well, like black people are gods. So I thought like the whole most remix, this Christianity thing into it to tie in the whole godly references. Right, and I don't get. I never got that part. So she's supposed to be some sort of like deity because after oh, in that first ceremony, mm-hmm. like you see pictures of her with the baby on the wall. So I don't know if her with the baby that goes in the basket is supposed to be some sort of um, some sort of reference to some sort of goddess or something. I don't know. Like I said, it was. It's so 
there's so much visually that I feel like there were so many different layers to the story that none of them connected. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm super confused now. I, yeah. I would say I'm going to go watch it again, but I'm not. But, oh, wow. but, that, but that's not saying it's bad. That's not saying it's bad. No, Actually, I, I was hitting um, um, my boy Adon and I was like, wow, I actually like this a whole lot more than Hamilton. I was like, I fuck with it. But it's not something that I would watch on a regular basis. Yeah. I just didn't know because I'm not into musicals. And this was essentially a, a big ass video. musical. Yeah. So it was, it was very pretty to look at. Yeah. It was very entertaining as far as like, damn, she really put a lot of detail into all of this. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not something I would watch over and over and over again, personally, because I'm not a Beyonce fan. It's a lot for, an, like, an hour and 30 minutes is, like, a, your average movie time. But even for that, I feel like she put so many looks and so mm -hmm. much dancing and so much choreography and so much. Yeah, she was killing that shit. Like, it was a lot to watch. And it's almost like, not, like, it's I can't even exhausting. imagine how yeah, a little bit. Oh, kind of. Like, overwhelming, I should say. Not exhausting, necessarily, but overwhelming. It's like, you're looking at this. Oh, my God. Then they just cut here. And then you're mm -hmm. looking at that. Oh, my God. What is this? Who is that? Like, it was just kind of a lot. I think, again, you do have to want to go back and watch it again or just have it on again to, like, definitely pick apart things that you missed and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and I can't even imagine, like, the cut reel, you know? Like, mm -hmm. how much stuff is, has been okay, left. That's Maybe yeah, that's why it took so long. Yeah, it's just probably so much stuff that was left out and stuff like when she was again just kind of talking about her looks I'm sure that a lot of her looks had certain um like symbolism yeah I don't know what any of that is that's the thing like I'm probably going to literally have to like look up an article on like why yeah. she was painted in green and black and why so there's she... a god that is supposed to like their color is supposed to be turquoise that they represent mm -hmm. it was it was a dude who posted on twitter that i saw that he had like a lot of different descriptors like the um second song i think it is where she's got all the rhinestones on in the desert yeah so apparently there's a tri uh, ancient tribe in africa that mm -hmm. studied and worshipped the stars and were into astronomy way before europeans knew anything is about that why it. somebody came shooting down from the right Earth? Mm -hmm. so that's why you've got the, the comets and all that kind of stuff and uh... her and the galaxy and I think the costume was supposed to be a reference to one of their goddesses or something. So yeah, it's so much. You so know. maybe Nick's on to something. Maybe she is supposed to be some sort of god then, because if that, she's wearing yeah, the I rhinestone. She is. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I, I had I had read a little bit of that. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's the same person or not, mm -hmm. but I'd read a little bit of that too. Um, but it was just it was very 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 confusing <laughs> to me. Yeah. Um, but now that I know that there's actually a story there, I am curious to watch it again. Maybe if I get real, real, real bored, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> Got a couple more. Five more? Mm -hmm. okay. You ain't like it. Hmm? You no. ain't like it, Kenny. This was a really stupid decision by me to even sit down and watch this thing. Yeah. I hate musicals. But, you know, you saw, I saw a lot of people talking about it. So I want to see, let me see what Beyonce put together. And um and I read the description. Did you read the description before you? I didn't read shit. I didn't watch it until today, like mm -hmm. midday. Okay. I was just like, all right, let me go ahead and watch this Beyonce movie. I thought it was another hip hop era. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know it was Not a big Carmen. Movie. I thought it was Carmen. Carmen. I thought it was like no. Carmen Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was called Black is King. I thought it was about her going to Africa. Carmen Man. went to Africa. <laughs> Carmen <laughs> San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> Man, like the title, like Black is King. I, I thought I was about to walk into some shit, and I did not. What? No, the blue was very, very blue. The red was very, very red. Ah, oh, right. but damn, nah, man. I just like maybe. <laughs> you mad at blue being blue? <laughs> I, I got it. 
I, I, I wanted to tap out. I did not, I did not like this. I mean, I, I didn't like I didn't it, even like the goddamn but... music. God, you um, sound like Roger. Oh, that, that's what he said? Yeah, he, he wasn't a fan of the album. So he, he was like, it. turning, listening to the music, he was like, he wasn't into the music. He was like, it was pretty to look at, but he was just like, he felt like it took itself too seriously. Like yeah. he's trying to be deep kind of thing. It did, it did feel that way, but I didn't have a problem with that. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't, I mean, I'm okay sometimes with fake deep shit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that didn't really bother me. I just feel like if this was only an hour, I would have been better off. Mm -hmm. An hour and a half was fucking pushing it yeah. for Beyonce dancing around a whole bunch. Right. And I think Naomi was, was, was right. I, I think the lack of a, a story that I could follow mm -hmm. didn't help at all, especially Absolutely. when I'm like, this shit's supposed to be about the Lion King and all I'm hearing is Mufasa and I'm seeing Simba and I'm not able to kind of, I'm hearing their names, but I'm not able to kind of correlate like where we are in that movie with where we were in the actual Lion King movie. Uh, so it was just like, it was just felt like it was just all over the place. It was just like, I went to Africa or I read a bunch of stuff and I studied all this stuff and I want to put it into this visual package mm -hmm. and display it to the world. And that was it. I'm going to dance my ass off for an hour and a half with a bunch of other people and African stars and give them a spotlight, which was cool, mm. but no. Was Scar the, the, the pimp looking dude? Yeah. That Oh, okay. He was the one well, that the, was the one that was like, sheep don't run where lie on, snakes don't swim where lie on. Yeah, hey, don't, they got me on that one. That was my they shit. Hey, he kept it a bean. He said, "Sheep don't sleep with liars." <laughs> that shit was dope, though. Hey, hey, I was, I was with him. I was right there with him, popping. I don't know who that guy him. is, but I like him. Nigga was in yeah. that dance and shit. All right. <laughs> nah. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I thought the project was dope. It's not something that I was really looking forward to watching. It was something that was like, it, I'm mm -hmm. happy it's there mm -hmm. and I'll get to it, but I'm hoping that I'm just happy it's there because of other people who can watch it. Like the platform that is on is why I really think that it being over the top as far as what is blackness isn't that bad because like Disney plus for one doesn't have that much content these days. And, and for it to have this be one of its more premier things is, uh, it's good that people can go to this early and, like, and watch something new from Disney Plus and it's super black. I like that. Um, it's visually stunning. It's perfect as far as like execution from my point of view. I wish Rod was here because when he was talking about Titanic and how he was saying every scene was like a picture, I could say Hello. that about this. Um, I'm sorry, I wasn't there for that. So, no, nah, but, I, but uh, I'm just saying like, I could say that for this. Like, it, it just looks so beautiful, but it's kind of like, if you go to like a, a, a really good high-end restaurant and sometimes the food is just too rich, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I feel like I was super overstimulated and it was just like, it kind of took me out of it. And I had to kind of re, I'm glad that there was some pauses in between the song because it kind of had to make me recharge. So like, all right, I'm ready for the next thing. Um, but I, I thought, I, I love the soundtrack. Uh, Sophie, the first time we reviewed the, uh, the movie, the, uh, the live action movie of The Lion King, you was asking me about the soundtrack. I didn't listen to it then. I've listened to it a bunch of times now, and I, I love it. Those, those, this, the song that Mike mentioned. There's a few other ones, and we'll get to that. But like, yeah, I, I think it's dope. But I'm not gonna check for it again after this. Dang, I got you. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I, I feel like, I don't know, like as somebody who's been a and still is a really big Beyonce fan, I think people think that like, I'm against 
critiquing her or something. Um, and I feel like I can definitely see both sides. Like, I'm not upset. Um, I'm going to be honest, like, as pretty as it was, I wasn't necessarily moved. But part of me is wondering, like... Yeah, baby, we don't know about Nick? Oh, no, yeah, my family back there. No. Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 I'll put myself on mute while y'all talk. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just going to say um, that I feel like what Beyonce was trying to do well, no. I feel like I knew what she was trying to do. I feel like what she actually did was use her foot in the door with Disney and like playing two voice pieces on the actual movie to like get her way into a contract to showcase what Africa actually meant to her and the research that she did behind it. And it's almost like in the contract, they were like, all right, we see that you are going off on the deep end. You've done a lot, a lot of research. Black is king. Yeah, whatever make sure to stick to the script, bitch, you know? And like, they, they were like, you know, you have to include this like Lion King shit in there. And she was like, sure. All right, whatever. And like, just like, you know, sprinkled it a little bit in so that she could get past her contract. Like, I definitely could see that being a thing where she was just like, all right, take this, you know? Cause to me, I don't think that Beyonce has like an unwavering love for the movie Lion King. And she really, really made this because she wanted us to see the lions and the growth or whatever. Because if that was the case, I don't think Brown Skin Girl would have been in the film. I think that this was her way of documenting why she thinks that black is, blackness is important. And I guess sort of, kind of, I guess, weaving it into her contractual obligation with Disney. Um, but yeah, like as far as, you know, some of those other things go, I definitely feel like this was her own type of story that she created, which is why I say that I think it's pretty because it's not something to be like dainty and tossed away. I definitely mm -hmm. think that Brown Skin Girl, in my opinion, was probably the most important thing about the film um, just because of how, you know, it uplifts, uh, you know, other people and things like that. Um, and the fact that she doesn't really center herself as well, which is something that I guess we can talk about as well, but um, I don't know if you guys wanted to get into the backlash yet that it's received or no, we yeah, we gonna get we was gonna get that. I just wanna give the praise okay, first yeah, yeah. That, before we start, you know. <laughs> Can we talk about brown skin girl for a second though with little blue eyes? Go ahead. Little, like, ah, so looking cute. just as cute as she Oh, she was in this too. <laughs> I kept trying to figure out which one like, every time she popped up, I was like, is that her? I, mm. She I didn't know she was in the house. Yeah, she, she? she was in it. She's yeah. like, she's like, she like a year and a half? How the fuck she singing? No, the twins is like two or yeah. three. She's like There's twins? Oh, yeah. God. Interesting. Yeah, they got, hella they got hella kids now. Yeah, but uh, no, I thought it was really, hmm. it, it made me almost shed a little thug tear because she was standing there. She done had the whole world call her ugly, say she was nappy-headed. I mean, they called said her she, ugly. That's terrible. A lot of people. Oh, yeah. I mean, she looks like Jay-Z, but I thought she, she was cute. That's why they said she was. Yeah, that's terrible. People called her ugly. Yeah, yeah. and she was sitting there wow. talking about she a pretty brown skin girl. It was so Aww. sweet to me that she ended that video with her. I thought that, it, that was really poignant. Mm -hmm. And Lupita and she was in it. Oh, I didn't get that until you just said that. I didn't know that. You didn't. That's yeah. Dope. You didn't see yeah. Lupita. I swear to God, I was. was she the one that was painted in red? Yeah, how did that was she had on a red dress. I see. You know what? Again, I there was a lot of black it, folks in it. Yes, there was a lot of African <laughs> folks who have very strong features, and I thought it was her. But then I checked myself, and I'm like, Nah, Mike, you on some like they all look alike type shit. Because she mentions her in the lyrics. So. She did, but yeah. I didn't know that was actually. Yeah, that was Lupita. Yeah, Naomi looking stunning. Oh, now that's the one I didn't know. I, I didn't. I didn't recognize I didn't her. Know. 
Heard the missus mention her name. Wait, Naomi who? Campbell. Campbell. I was like, oh, she in there? I didn't know Where she, she was even. And he was like, yeah. yeah they look no, Nate, Nate, I got a question for you. You were talking about the, the, the women in the, in the film as far as the guest stars. Why the hell wasn't Michelle in this movie? I, I thought that was Michelle when she put her head on her oh phone. My God. Michelle said that cause she was minding her business that pays her. No. Oh, um, the Destiny Child person? Yeah. I thought that I was her right after Kelly. No, mm -hmm. Michelle wasn't in it. Mm -mm. Jesus Christ. So people are in it, I don't see them, but people ain't in it and I think it's them. Yeah, that's weird. I'm fucking everything up. You huh? are a little bit. I'll be quiet. Okay. I mean, you just go back and watch it again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, so this is just me speculating. I think her and Michelle are cool. Me and Michelle are cool. I just don't think they get down to that degree. Like she, Kelly's been her girl since day one, and I just feel like it's easy for her to and almost natural. Or maybe there was a schedule conflict. Or that something. too. That too. Michelle ain't busy. Damn. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. She ain't busy. <laughs> Asshole. Maybe Beyonce was busy. I'm just. Michelle be having issues. Maybe just she just wasn't in the right mindset to yeah, travel like that. Yeah, she, she, yeah. I mean, but she's doing gospel music, right? She's still doing that. Not really. Not really. What issues does she uh -huh. have? She has had mental issues. Don't put that on Michelle. So maybe she just didn't feel comfortable being a part of something mm -hmm. so big or something. You know, like she wow, did. Wow, that sucks. She did homecoming, but it was just for like yeah, a snippet a of time, like a hot second. You know, plus she's performing. So this is Blue Ivy. Yes, that's Blue Ivy. She a grown ass fucking adult. I did not realize that was her. She don't look like Jay Z no more. At least the cheeks she grew into her cheeks. Okay, good for her. But uh, Sophie, you you were mentioning the criticisms of this film. What what were you hearing as far as? Because I, I I know for me, what I was already assuming is that whenever someone who's black doing some African stuff, it's always going to be criticized. Whenever someone's African doing some black stuff, that's going to be criticized. So I knew something was uh going to be talked about. But what were you uh, leaning towards? Honestly, I have washed my mind clear of all of the criticism that I've seen. Um, but I, I'm going to try to remember. Um, I don't know. I just feel like I saw like, you know, what is this? What is she doing? I don't, uh, you know, there was a lot of like, Beyonce is, uh, what is that word again? Culturally appropriating? No, 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 no. I didn't see that at all. What I saw. You didn't? No. What I saw was. <laughs> Beyonce is using <clears throat> capitalism to further drive this idea that, I don't know, basically draping African traditions in capitalism and why that's bad and how we need to lean away from doing that and how we need to redistribute our wealth, you know, all things mm -hmm. like that. I understand that, but I also feel like Beyonce is not going to do something similar to another project that she's already done, right? Like she might use like certain clips. I know that um, in her self-titled album, she was like walking around in like their streets of Brazil and interacting with people and stuff like that. I don't think, I think that's maybe what people wanted. You know, I think a lot of people um, don't really give Beyonce as much as a pass because they don't really find her that relatable. You know, she's not gonna be tweeting with us. She's not gonna be, you know, posting, selfies and stuff like that like we we can't relate to her in that in that way not by money not by you know social media presence or anything she's still i think one of the last standing artists that 
she gives you the art and then she goes back home, you know, like that's it. So because she's not relatable, I did see a lot of hot takes saying, you know, why did she film it this way? This isn't relatable. I don't understand this. You know, not everything has to be, you know, riches and, you know, fancy hats and this and that. But again, what Beyonce was trying to say, uh, you know, the statement that she put out because she got so much backlash was because she was trying to, you know, uh, paint the picture that black is regal, but black is wealth, whatever you define that as. So, I mean, I get it, but it kind of seems like a bland and a broad take for not listening to how she actually wanted the film to be seen. But that was my thing. Yeah. I know, I, I think, I know No Name made a very similar criticism to that, but I think the cultural appropriation that Mike was referencing to was before the film came out when it was just a trailer. And I saw a lot of people <laughs> saying that they don't show how modern that the, the continent is. And I thought it was interesting because once you actually saw the film it was actually the polar opposite of that. Like there were definitely tribal references, but you still saw all the fashion, you still saw all of the choreography, you still saw the people, and it, it didn't come off like tribal or everybody living in huts to me. Hmm. It is to you? So I, 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 I read some, some essays about this because I, I was actually curious um, after I watched it because um, People have said before how African-Americans can culturally appropriate Africans. And I've always kind of wrestled with that because it doesn't, for a while, it just didn't really make a lot of sense to me. And I'm still trying to work it out how black people can culturally appropriate Africans, uh, especially African-Americans. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's an, it's an interesting topic, but the things that I saw as far as um, Africans, Native Africans being upset about how they were portrayed or how um, it was kind of viewed as an aesthetic or a costume, I get it. I would never make that argument because I don't know enough about either side of the subject mm -hmm. to debate it. Yeah. But reading what they were saying, I was like, I do get it. Because I mean, when you, when you watch something like, like Black is King, I didn't really see the, the quote unquote normal side of Africa. I saw either you were in a tribe chasing some lions or you were a king in this area where you were, you know, kind of like overseeing shit. I didn't really see like, because I think all of us know that there are places in Africa that are just as industrialized as anywhere else. Mm -hmm. I don't think this portrayed that at all. No. No. People, people see. People seem to wake up and they're in like these extravagant gowns and there's these leopard print cars and, and that's cool and shit. But from the articles that I was reading, some of them were just like, but bruh, African, Africa is not all like that. A lot of it over here is just like you're in fucking, you're in fucking St. Louis. So like, I have a question, right? And well, I don't even know if this is a question. It's just kind of like maybe a statement to throw in, right? So... Being the fact that, you know, Beyonce, I think, again, just used this as a ploy to tell her own story in her own way and sprinkle as, not as little, but, you know, not a, as effective of enough of a job to tell the story of Lion King. Mm -hmm. I think that, like, in Lion King, right, you had Pride Rock and that whole everything's good over here situation. We're kings, you know, whatever. And then you had, like, the elephant graveyard, right? So, like, that was kind of like the... The hood. <laughs> Areas that people don't really want to go to. Right, yeah, the hood. 
when we saw the kid in the film walk into like Scar's elephant graveyard-ish area, I think that's kind of, I don't know for sure, but I think that's kind of why there weren't any like normal quote unquote areas, like suburban areas or whatever, because I don't think for the story that would have been fitting. But I don't know if that's what part of the story she decided to use or if it was just conveniently left out. I don't know. But it's just a thought because I don't feel like we saw, well, I mean, fuck, what would be suburban for lions? I don't know. But like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> if a lion. <laughs> no, what is the suburbs? I don't know. See, see. The zoo? See. You know, like, I don't know. But, <laughs> but like, I, I, I get what you're talking about, Sophie. I get what you're talking about. It's either like, really regal and nice and pretty and there's like fresh water and like food <laughs> or like you living in like oh, an elephant's motherfucking body you know what i'm saying like just the <laughs> with the hyenas and shit so like that's it like it's either or See what I, say, did? I don't know that's what i'm thinking but that's their argument though but this is my thing though uh, Showing the suburbs in America. Do That's, what now? She, when she does her video, she's not showing suburban America. She that is, but this is her story to tell. Africa's not her story to tell. And I think okay. that is that was their debate. So, and again, and here, here, here's, here's where I step into this and I step back mm-hmm. out. We are always telling people that culturally appropriate our shit to shut the fuck up and listen to us when we tell you that you're culturally appropriating our shit. Now we have Africans that are like, yo. You're culturally appropriating our shit. And what's the first thing we're doing? No, we're not. <laughs> You're wrong. So I'm, the, I'm But it's just, just some Africans who feel like that. I, I, feel I like get it's you, issue. but is it the same? Because essentially we all come, we come from the same place. Like we are derived from you. So why can't we learn about you? Why is it cultural appropriation? And why is it not appreciation for where we come from? That is exactly where I was saying earlier that I struggle with it. Right. Because I don't really understand how African-Americans can culturally appropriate a culture that sort of comes from us, but I think the way they look at it is, and this is not my stance, because I don't know shit about Beyonce, so don't attack me, Beehive, but they are saying like, yo, Beyonce doesn't even tour over here. Right. So why are you now creating this thing for Disney Plus? Disney not really being the most openly uh, diverse, and inclusive company until fairly recently when we get a black fucking uh, black princess here and there and a, a black oh, mermaid knowing goddamn well black women ain't jumping in the fucking water swimming around. At any rate, they are looking at it and they're like, look, you are taking something that we are very serious about. You're only showing two very extreme sides of it. And you're making people think that if you come to Africa, you're either gonna, you're gonna land the plane and jump out and get attacked by monkeys and lions, or you're gonna get off the plane. You're gonna get walked into this big palace full of kings and queens. Now, again, this is not my stance. I'm still just trying to understand it because I think it's a very interesting argument. But I'm not gonna sit here and be like, "You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong," because I wouldn't want anyone to do that to me. I don't think that's fair. You know, well, I. Oh, go ahead, Sophie. My bad. Well, well, somebody go. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think that that's fair because I think, and Mike, I'm not saying that you're doing this. Sure. I, I understand your take. I think that that was a lot of people's takes where they're like, oh, you know, they saw the clip and then they were mad for 31 days or however mm-hmm. many days. And then it came out 
either those same people didn't watch it and they still critiqued it or they watched it and they had more of a valid critique quote unquote to say mm -hmm. and i feel like being that again i think that this was i don't know how i don't, I don't know the distribution but it was you know equal parts of a little bit of Lion King and then a little bit of Beyonce's storytelling and then kind of merging into one. Mm -hmm. I think that people's critique on like, well, is this what it's going to be like when I go to Africa? Or like, are you trying to tell me that suburbs don't exist in Africa? Where are the people going to regular clubs? Where are the people, you know, going to the little food markets? Like, I want to see that. And it's like, I understand that you might want to see that. But bitch, go on YouTube because that shit is not fucking here right now, bitch. You know, I, like I feel like the idea that it's like this was created to sort of kind of parallel this movie that she literally paralleled the damn soundtrack, right? Whether people caught on that or not, that's not my fault. But like it is what it is. And so I think the request that like, why does Beyonce portray us like this? Is this what she thinks of black people? I feel like she should do more. I feel like we, she should do this. She should do that while still not even understanding a lot of the cultural references or like doing enough research, you know what I'm saying? How so, would the African people not understand the cultural references in this? The Africans are the ones that are upset. It's not African-Americans that are upset. Well, yeah, but I think that just as, you know, many Africans that are upset at this or feel like, you know, this might not be, you know, her best body of work um, encompassing whatever it means to be mm -hmm. African or from Africa. I think that there are a lot of other Africans who are like, hey, I saw this and I think it's dope. Yeah, but that's also saying, oh, you guys think racism is bad? Well, Candace Owens says it's not. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so that's the what that, that's kind of what that sounds like. The, the Africans who don't have a problem with it are like Candace Owens? No, no. What I'm saying is we as African-Americans, if there are Africans having this debate, I don't really think that it's the best move for us to jump in the middle and tell the Africans that are upset about the way their culture is being portrayed that they're wrong. Yeah, I'm not. Because it sounds like white people jumping into a debate saying, no, you guys are complaining about racism, but Candace Owens and Tommy Sotomayor say there's no racism, so listen to them. Yeah, I think that that's a bad example, to be honest, because I kind of feel like I'm not telling anyone how to feel about anything. I well, you said it's not fair. I think that's kind of why I got right. that. The reason why I said it's not fair is not because I'm stepping in and saying, hey, you shouldn't feel that way. It's just more so if you have two of the same people and one person has one opinion and one person has the other, I think it's a fair argument to ask why one feels one way and why one feels the other way. Sure, sure. As far as like African people go, like people from Africa or like their, you know, parents were from Africa or something yeah. you know, more direct. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I feel like, I don't know, a lot of African people that I follow mm. who are, you know, creatives or just like, you know, regular people with regular jobs who saw this. Um, yeah, I mean, it was polarized. Some people feel like she didn't do enough, but some people are like, hey, this is really beautiful. Thank you for this. Yeah. So I think that's my whole thing on it. For me, and we could really have a, a whole conversation about Africans and African versus African-Americans, because I've had that discussion. Like when I was in college, I was the president of my African uh, student organization uh, on campus, and I set up those dialogues to break that. So that's a whole other conversation. What I'll just basically say is, from this whole Black is King, what I'm reading from the, the, as far as what she gathered when it came to influence, is coming from these several countries like Egypt, Ethiopia, Kenya, Mali, and Tanzania, and their culture. Every one of, when it comes to these, this type of showcasing, when it's Black people running behind it, it's so easy to blend all, like, make Africa seem like it's just one country. 
when mm-hmm. it's just a, it's a collect it's a continent made of a collection of countries. It's like right. the United States, except bigger and it has more pride for each individual quote unquote state. So right. when you're talking about when, it's funny how this uh, film is so specific yet general because Egypt has its own culture. Ethiopia has its own culture. Tanzania has its own culture that they want to be respected. And if you're going, if you're going to take influence, you must do it right. So it's more so like that pride of not only are you not from here, but you showcasing just a bunch of random things that if someone who is randomly on Disney Plus that's not black or whatever and just watching this, it's going to be like, oh, like Mike said, this is just what Africa looks like, all of Africa. And while I do appreciate the scenery, because she did show some scenes where it was like different parts of Africa that show like, okay, this is something I haven't seen in a while coming from a black person. However, I can understand the criticism of like, you just think like, this isn't, this is great. I appreciate it, but I wish there was more, like, I wish there was more, like, I don't know what, how many African people were behind it as far as like the storytelling. But if, if nay, you're saying there's a lack of storytelling, that means there's a lack of direction, which means that, a lot of then it's fair criticism if there's a lack of direction on what is where is this coming from what is this influenced by specifically and how does this make sense so that's kind of like my short synopsis but again it's a whole conversation that we could have i have a question for you nick yes just kind of like your i guess broad comparison on africa you know with its individual countries um and then kind of being similar quote unquote to like united states and its individual states if, and this is again, just a question for me, right? You know how like, if someone were to do like a black is king, but like for America, hypothetically, and like showcase like different um, styles and like how people get down in like LA or Atlanta or New York, like that type of thing. Do you feel like, two questions. Do you feel like it's something where she would have to showcase every single country at that point or just the quote unquote main ones? Cause I think it would piss off countries that weren't represented. We'll be back after this quick break. Right? No, that, yeah. Yeah, I don't think you can't obviously showcase all of Africa in one in a half in an hour and a half. Like it's impossible. But when you talked about the big cities in the United States, like, but there's a difference between LA culture and Atlanta culture and New York culture. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like what's what some Africans feel like is that you putting stuff from LA in Atlanta, you putting stuff from New York in uh, New Orleans. It's it's like appreciated all make sure you know what you're talking about and you know the separation and individuality. Like if there were more scenes that were like catered to one specific country that she was specifically talking about, that would have been dope to see like those different scenes. But it seems to be so blended in that you have to be a huge Beyonce fan to even get come. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. I read a thread and... Uh, somebody was, they really broke down like all of the African references and, and dieties and stuff like that. I was like, this is a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a lot of shit to process. So I'm sitting here um, watching and I think Beyonce has an out because it's tied to the Lion King and the Lion King take place in Africa. Kind of makes sense. I think um, if, if it's loosely based on that, if it's her retelling of that story and the story took place in Africa, it kind of would make sense to do it in the U.S. I think my thing is while I was watching it, I, you know, I was like, okay, it says black is king, but you know, it's all about Africa. And I don't know if Africa is king would work, but I'm like, this really isn't about 
it's about blackness, but it's about, about the blackness that I know. This is, you know, um, because that's not my culture. I didn't mm -hmm. grow up there. I don't have any mm -hmm. ties to that at all. Mm -hmm. Like we're talking about ancestors from way, 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 way down the line, you know, possibly. So, yeah. um, so I understand like, and like you said, Nick, this is a whole other conversation, but I understand that we have, we want something to hold on to. Mm -hmm. So when they're seeing this, they want to connect to it and be like, oh, this is the beauty. And this mm -hmm. is, you know, like, you know, we were kings and queens and shit like that. It's like, how many motherfucking kings y'all think is over there? <laughs> like, all these motherfuckers right. can't be goddamn kings. King, like Ken, I, Ken, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, bro, some of y'all was peasants. Let's keep it abundant. Like, oh, I, yeah. No, for real. <laughs> no, that's that's fast. I, I thought the same thing and I felt bad, so I never said it. But I'm with you 100%. Yeah, it's like, come on, y'all. But but I understand, like, there, there's, like, you know, there's... there's it seems like we're just, like, it's like we're just grasping at anything to say we, we have something. And it's like, there's nothing wrong with that because of, again, like black people in this country, I would say this as an African person, African people need to respect black people in this country in general, just for the work and stuff they've put in for other people and other minorities to flourish or even have something. So I always respect black people. It's just that sometimes I feel like we shouldn't have to really go over the top for, for, for us to be seen or us to feel like we're, you need to kind of just define it first before you put in a title. Cause like Ken, Ken's coming into thinking something different. I knew it was going to be African as soon as the title was black is I did too. I just still don't, I mean. But it doesn't make sense. It was going to be some African shit because of the criticisms. But at the same time, it's like, you know, that just, it's just not black shit to me. Yeah. But see, that's why I think that's why Africans are not, I don't want to say Africans are mad, but that's why these certain groups of Africans are mm -hmm. upset. And that's also why African-Americans are pushing back against them being upset. I think a lot of African-Americans are a bit, uh, what's the word? Like sensitive about not having a culture, mm -hmm. you know? So Whenever we want to make ourselves feel better, we always talk about, well, we used to be kings and we used to be queens and et cetera, et cetera. But then, so then you're looking at, you're looking at this culture that's not really yours and you're embracing that, which is fine, totally fine. But at the same time, then you denigrate the people that actually come from that culture. We make fun of Africans like I have done. You know, Africans are seen as dirty, stinky, ugly they ashy they shit in backyards they don't know how to use back like all of this stuff so it's like obviously i can't speak as an african but i would imagine that's got to be a mind fuck but this is exactly why i am I, I wish maybe we have done this review a few days later because i literally left in the middle of one of the essays i seriously read like six essays about this because i was like this is really interesting to me because I don't have any traditionally African friends besides Nick and, you know, there's a couple of them, I won't say their name, but not people that I talk to on a regular mm -hmm. basis. So hearing them explain why this is bothersome, I'm like, wow, this yeah. is actually it's, interesting. It's really weird to me. And I pass me some of the, the essays because I'm sure. really interested because when you talk about cultural appropriators, I think of my father. So my father is a percussionist and when we moved to Atlanta he got heavy in the Atlanta drumming scene mm -hmm. and I'm talking about like he has an African name oh, he goes wow. that he goes by he wore he wore the, the, the 
African garb. Mm -hmm. Like he plays djembe. Like he got deep in the culture and he yeah. immersed my fa his family. Period. Like my his brothers are artists. All he draws is African people. So they became really obsessed almost with African culture. So mm -hmm. I grew up seeing it all the time. Oh wow! Hey, hey, granddad. <laughs> so we grew up seeing it all the time, and it's just really interesting to me because it doesn't sometimes it doesn't necessarily come from a place of malice it comes from yes. a place of wanting to connect like feeling like things especially a certain age demographic you went through so much mm -hmm. in this country that you don't even understand why you're here and you have mm -hmm. to connect to something so it's just really that is a really interesting conversation and one that I slightly take a little bit personally because I can easily see people calling my father a cultural appropriator. But see, I think the difference between your father and how well, they do My bad. Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, Mike. I'll, I'll be quick, Nick. I'll be quick. Okay. Um, I, I think the difference between your father and how, how people are viewing Beyonce is... I wouldn't imagine your father was just making millions of dollars off of this, no. you know, playing drums. And so he realized that there's not a lot of money in what he's doing. So you can look at that and say, you know what, you're doing that shit out of passion, mm -hmm. you know, out of passion and appreciation, as opposed to someone like, and again, this is not my view. This is just mm -hmm. what I was reading. Mm -hmm. As opposed to someone like Beyonce, who says there is a lot of money behind putting on this African costume. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's how they're looking at it. The cultural appropriation comes from you taking this aesthetic and you making millions of dollars from it and then not turning around and giving it back to where you got it from. Mm -hmm. Now, once again, I know jack shit about Beyonce. For all I know, she could be giving 75 to 80% of the profits of this back to Africa. I have no idea. But this is just the stuff that I was reading it that I found yeah. really interesting. No, I was gonna say, I was gonna make one point as far as to piggyback off of Mike, um, it, it's, it's weird. There's a real division between Africans and African-Americans. And again, we're going to have to have that conversation. But the main thing also comes from the fact that, like, as me growing up as a young African kid, not anyone else really of any other subgroup. So it's, it's, it's kind of strange that nowadays Black is in, as far as Africa is in. Cause it was like, y'all wasn't loving us back then. It's like the Mike Jones quote, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Back then y'all didn't want me, now I'm hot y'all on me. And it's kind of like, we gonna be more critical of y'all, especially because growing up, I thought y'all was, I got over it, but it, it was just hard to see that like people who look like you push like being mm -hmm. your biggest critics. Mm -hmm. And like, Nate, your, your father's a rare example of like a genuine black person want to be ingrained in this culture. Cause that's off of love and that you can see that but again like sophie mentioned earlier in this review like beyonce we don't really know what she thinks about outside of the work like we don't know how she grows how she learns how mm -hmm. she whatever what she does in her day-to-day -day. so it looks like from an objective standpoint you just using black people to, or blackness to redefine your career that because early on your career wasn't about like this like you wasn't preaching this black stuff like that for real so what's the difference now where's the are you, like, we don't know where your heart is. We try to assume that it's something good because you're consistent with it. And, and you are putting up a lot of good looks for Africans in this, throughout this whole visual and even on the album, twice over. But at the same time, some people can be critical and be like, we don't know where your heart is because you never, this is out of the blue. It hasn't been consistent throughout your career. Yeah, well, the thing about that is, um, and I would argue, and this is me going into 
I know things about Beyonce as a fan mode. Um, so just letting everyone know. That's why you're here. Uh-huh. Um, but the reason that I would say that, A, critic, uh, criticism is still definitely welcome. Um, I would even say warranted, to be honest. Um, but what I will say also is that she has, Beyonce has a long history, actually, of tapping into um, like African type of traditions, themes, roots, things like that. She did it on her self-titled album with her um, extra single, Grown Woman. She did it before. She was even really kind of popping with like her mainstream albums, doing the whole, you know, Afro-centric type of thing. It didn't ever really... um, like propel her in her career though which is what a lot of people as her fans are arguing like this isn't something that you know brings her more fans necessarily it definitely alienates her away from her white fans you know and that's Mm -hmm. been happening since she did formation and really lemonade in general people you know the whole police aren't going to support you at your concert good luck you're on your own type of thing that whole boycott beyonce thing um and i think you know she's explored her own heritage as far as like Um, being Creole, also, you know, the whole Mm. New Orleans, um, Houston, Texas thing um, in her last era. So this, I think, going either even further back as far as not necessarily where she comes from, but just exploring where Black people had originated from and how Blackness is powerful and things like that. I wouldn't say that that would be a valid uh, criticism after looking at the entire scope of her work, especially being that with formation and really everything that she's done you know, there's a lot of people who've tried to sue her over like, you know, hey, this was my work or, hey, mm-hmm. you did this or, hey, mm-hmm. I thought, you know, da, da, da. And then her lawyers are always like, actually, we really did talk to you already. <laughs> you have signed right here that this was going to be, you know, hmm. displayed like this. So she always goes out of her way to make her credits as long as possible, to give everybody credit. She did that in Homecoming. She did that in, you know, Lemonade. She did that, you know, all across the board. So I think her track record has been I want to do this as authentically as possible. How it's received, that's on y'all because it's art. But mm-hmm. as far as like doing the research, doing the work, making mm-hmm. sure that she cracks open a book and doesn't just, oh, well, you know, I think this looks nice. Let me just, right. you know, like imagine if all of this was like secretly shot somewhere in like LA or something. <laughs> like people would be pissed because it's like, nigga. Well, she didn't just do it in Africa. She Mm-mm. did it all over. No, she, I know. She, oh. did, she, yeah, she did it all over, but like, if the entire thing, like, if she, like, had, like, sets and stuff instead of actually going over there and interacting with people and, like, Mm -hmm. outsourcing actual African talent and stuff like that, if she just got, like, Tadric Hall and, like, all these other people, like, nigga, you know what I'm saying? So I think, again, her her track record has made her credible as far as, you know, what she tries to accomplish, but it doesn't absolve her of critique. So that's what I will say. Well, you know, again, it's it's off of the Lion King. So I'll I'll shoot her some bell there. And she went out of her way to use a lot of um, local artists and performers from Africa. So that was dope. Um, But again, just watching it for me, I couldn't relate to any of that stuff. And it was just a big, long ass music video. And, you know, just seeing the responses from people because I was really curious. I was like, do people really like this? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, are they just trying to connect to it because of the title and because it's so African and, you know, um, and this is their way of uplifting themselves and trying to make themselves feel good. Why not both? So, and it could be. Why not both? It, it could be. Um, but 
I don't know. I I, I do have some, um, well, I don't. My wife knows some people from South Africa. Mm. Um, so we, we um, are asking them, like, what do they mm. think? What do they think? What are their thoughts about it? Um, you know, because I'm just curious. Because, again, I'm, I mean, I'm not, but I do find the conversation extremely interesting. It is. So. No, I was just saying, I do appreciate uh, this Black is King for, um, regardless of the criticism, I think having visuals like this can't hurt. I mean, there's always good, there's always good conversation that comes out of it, but just it being there, I do appreciate it. And I think most of us uh, share those same sentiments. Uh, Sophie, appreciate you uh, coming through for us once again. Anytime it's Beyonce, you're the first person I'm hitting up. You and they, of course. Um, and uh, definitely please uh, follow us, FPS, on a, a Reddit thread, IG, and Twitter as well as far as the handle. And also, we close to get to that 200. We only need, like, less than five more reviews on our iTunes. So please make sure you subscribe and rate the podcast. We appreciate y'all listening. And that'll do it for us. We out. Peace. Peace.